What is love? Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 to 7. Now, a couple of years back, a friend of mine was doing a survey for his blog. And in this survey, or this particular blog post, he was speaking about love. And he asked, how do we understand love and what is our definition of love? And he went ahead to give a disclaimer and says, don't come and tell me God is love or love is patient, love is kind. Because in his understanding or in his perspective, he didn't feel like that was a definition of love. And when I read this, it like spun me into a place where I actually sat down to think, did I ever even know what love was? Or like the actual meaning of love? Like, I'd realized that like a lot of other key terms in the Bible that have been used over and over again, I hadn't really gotten an understanding of the exactness of love because love had been described as a feeling has been described as a whole lot of things but the understanding of what love itself constituted was something that I didn't really want to know like I could describe it to you I could tell you my thoughts on it but the definition of love had become unclear over the years and that made me really think now before we go any further i want you to sit back down in your own corner think how would you define love what have you known as love what is your understanding about love or do you not also like me did you not have an understanding or a definition of what love was and how it applies to you Even as you're doing this, I would love to welcome you to today's episode on the podcast, the Zoe Life Podcast, also known as the Life of the Kingdom, the Zoe Life Podcast, and my name is Tiffany Zoe. So, welcome back everybody. For those of you that have never listened in on an episode, it's never too late, welcome to our family, and for those of you that have been here, OGs. Thank you for staying with me. Now, back to our contemplations. If we will be very honest with ourselves, the definition of love is something that has become varied over the years. Now, I used to ask myself this question. People would be like, okay, there's love. And love, love, the core concept of what love is, people would argue, or schools of thought would argue, goes beyond what is the idea of god what do i mean i mean just this people have understood love to be something that is not only from god or only christian and so as a result of this the 
definitions and the very way of viewing this particular topic becomes a bit dicey because it's subject to people's experiences, thoughts, and knowledge. Another reason why the definition of love has become so difficult because most people have come to associate love with a feeling. And so love is that warm and fuzzy feeling that you get when you spend time with people that you are close to, who you can connect with on a deeper level. Love is that feeling you get when you're able to sit down with food that you really enjoy. Love is that feeling that you have when you watch a really good movie or if you're like a soccer fan you you get the chance to crash with your guys and watch a good match love is varied in today's world love has become varied and so it becomes hard when we reason through what love is to actually know and pinpoint this is what defines love But it's so important for us, as people of God, to actually define what love is. Now, like any good research paper, or in any good definition, we need to first understand context. Now, one big issue that has been working against a lot of Christians is the lack of context that we take up or we don't have when it comes to the scriptures and so we pick up a verse and we just define it or like understand it exactly how we see it when that verse may be not literal or maybe even prose like poetry like it could be a description and so we don't give context to what we read and hence we get confused about what the verse is saying but not to deviate one day i want to talk about the how-tos i keep saying this how to read our bibles i want to talk about it but as we know it is so important that we will be able to give a context to this love now there are several different types of love if you go through the scriptures just like i was saying previously the Bible was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic in some instances. Or Aramaic was the language that was spoken at a point in time. And so we should understand that there are different definitions that were given by the Hebrew, by the Greek, to what love was. Some of them include agape, eros, filio. And these all had different connotations of what love was in you people expressed as a brotherly kind of love so the love between people like-minded people eros more of a sexual nature where it's has been spun out of context over time which a lot of people now understand more as love and then there was agape which a lot of us may have heard of if you grew up in church you may have heard of agape but did we even understand agape now one of in this um, verse that we read in the beginning which is first Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 to 7 the love that was used there the word love or charity as in King James was defined as agape agape 
and it came from the root word when i say the root word in greek it's agape but the word like if you know about like linguistics or languages especially biblical languages you realize that a lot of these words have words that they they are formed for and so even though it's like it's like agape there's a word that it comes from which is agapao now the word agapao means to prefer to prefer a thing to have a preference okay and so when we speak of agape that is so interesting because i mean how does love connect to preferring like they seem like two very different words in english i mean you could make your connections but the first word that comes to mind when defining love would not be just preferring or to prefer and so that gives us a very interesting thing to think about like how we go on to just like put our own definitions and things we need to do a due diligence we need to check we need to know when we are speaking and so when paul said love is patient love is kind and love is not jealous and he was making all these references about or describing the matter of love what he was talking about was a preference a certain kind of preference but the question is which type of preference was Paul talking about when he spoke about this now in the matter of agape in as much as it is a preference it speaks of goodwill it speaks of benevolence and if you understand preference in regard to goodwill it means that there's an action happening so now they're saying that there's a preference that is being acted out or being shown now from god to man in the context of the believer okay from god to man we need to understand that if goodwill and if preference it was that god was preferring something and that preference was being expressed okay so follow me here if you understand this it goes beyond just a feeling it is now that something that he you like has been expressed so that means that in the understanding of agape from the perspective of first corinthians 13 it was that there's something that is running through and so when paul speaks here of love is patient love is kind he's saying that the preference that god has to man is one that is patient or stand the test of time the preference that god has for man is one that will not be envious now someone might say okay god even in the, the Ten Commandments said that I'm a jealous God. There's a certain differentiating factor between envy and the actual jealousy. You know. And so he comes, he says, love is patient, love is kind. All of these are expressions of God's preference to man. He's saying that he loves man so much. Or he prefers man so much that regardless of what happens, he's staying with man. Regardless of what happens, he's going to be kind to man. Regardless of what happens, he's not going to leave man halfway. And that's quite interesting. And you know, the amazing thing about all this 
the very amazing thing about all things is that we see this love actually being acted out but let's go back i'm going to take my time and teach you this properly we'll just talk about this very properly and cite a couple of verses that we've read a number of times that maybe we didn't actually understand now like i was saying God's love has been expressed to us and is continuously expressed to us. If you spend time with the scriptures and you you are one that is per, like peculiar like you, you, you actually are mindful of your life. You'd realize that there are a lot of things that happen with us and through us that can only be the expression of love to us or towards us. Now, Helps with studies, which is Bible Hub, which I was telling you guys about last week, defines love as love which centers on preference. And in ancient Greek, it focuses on that word preference. Likewise, in antiquity, meaning in those days in old ancient ways, it was meant as to prefer and so agape typically refers to a divine love of what god prefers because that should be the first thing that comes to mind when we think about love what is god preferring and what is he doing about what he prefers and so god's love doesn't end as i just feel away towards man god's love extends onto the the expression of what he feels or how he thinks and so God loved and so he did God loves and so he moves God loves and so he stays God loves and so he's not jealous all these things are arising out of the expression of love and that is why love will be defined as goodwill because in goodwill something is being created now other parts of the Greek the Greek lexicon defines love as of towards man to man man to god god to man and like a lot of different definitions of christ to to man even of your soul even to god that means that love covers a reach far beyond what we have known especially agape now i'm teaching now about agape i'm not focusing on errors or failures here it stretches way beyond our definition and understanding of what love is and where it goes to. And so, first, first, we have to understand that love starts from God's preference, especially in the Christian or in the Jewish perspective. It does start from there, but it continues. And so, we see the very proof of God's love for us. Which seems a bit cliche, but let's actually read this. Let's go to the book of John. John chapter 3. We all know this. We probably quoted it in Sundays. If you went to church, for sure, if you ever went to church as a child, you've, you've come across this verse countless times and you're already, you're already quoting it. Let's go in chorus if we can. I, I, I miss Sunday school, guys. That's just by the way. But here it is. I'm going to, I'm reading from the Greek, so it's going to sound a bit weird in your ears, but you'd understand. It says, Thus for loved God the world, that the Son 
the only begotten he gave so that everyone believing in him not should perish but should have life eternal now once again i read this from the interlinear and that's why the the english sounds a bit wonky it's uh, it's rearranged to actually reflect the meaning portrayed originally in greek so i'm going to read it again it says thus for loved god the world that the son the only begotten he gave so that everyone believing in him should not perish but should have life eternal and so we see that that love over there once again is agape or agapao so thus god preferred thus god wanted thus god chose above thus god preferred man so much he wanted man so much he had so much affection that he chose man so much even above his son and so you know you're understanding here that now in preference there's action in agape there's action or in agapao there's action he loves man so much when the, the scripture speaks about the love of god and preferring and preferring man he's saying that he prefers man so much that he's willing to lay down himself in the form of his son so that man can come back onto the image or the standard that he had for man in the beginning that is crazy honestly in some other parts the Thayer's Greek definition for agape power says love means to have a preference for wish well to and regard the welfare of meaning that you want the best for that person you long for the person so much that now you want to make sure the person is in the best standard and so that's how come love will never be 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 selfish because love here would always want to make sure that whoever they are with or whoever they are being expressed towards is in the best standard of themselves love can never be selfish and so you know that is why it is so interesting it's so so interesting when we read the book of first john i remember i was ministering at um midweek just yesterday and we read the book of first john and it just like shook me a bit like it was like wow it says we're going to read nlt let me read king james instead it says behold what manner of love the father hath bestowed upon us and i remember i was telling the people in the church that the bestowing of the love is like when they say to bestow something it's like to place upon behold what manner of love that the father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of god and i thought wow and so god preferring us so much he placed that preference upon us and you know that's what marks us that's what makes us different and that's why the scriptures can say that the angels will be asking what is man that thou art mindful of him is that he's looking so much intensely on man and yes sometimes we pass through things in this world 
and we have stuff happening with us and things hitting us and it makes us feel like okay god really doesn't care and he doesn't prefer man but the issue here is that we're now in a place on this earth where if god was to execute his judgment of his love and his preference it would be catastrophic (laughs) it would be crazy and so god in his love did what he could which was sending his son to die that we may have the ability to be reconciled even in the long run to be separated unto him and so the fact that one thing that i would say is that we cast away what has been our definition our own because right now you may be hearing all this that i'm saying about love and agape and thinking oh how do i relate to this how does this work for me because if this is god's preference but the thing is that god's preference to you god's expression of his love to you it's is to be an extension of your love to other people but to do this first we need to know where the love comes from and then we can express this and this is exactly what john speaks about in first john chapter 4 verses 7 downwards let's read it says behold let us love one another for love is of god and everyone that loveth is born of god and knoweth god verse 8 he that loveth knoweth not knoweth not god for god is love in this was manifested the love of God towards us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we may live through him herein is love not that we loved God but that he loved us first and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins verse 11 beloved if God so loved us, we ought to also love one another. Amen. Now, you know this is a beautiful summation of everything. And even there's another verse that we should read. From Matthew, chapter 22, verse 37. And this, the background is the Pharisees were asking Jesus, what is the greatest ever commandment in the law? verse 37 says and jesus declared love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind for this is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments that is crazy that is so crazy because now he's saying that love prefer god respond to god's love because we already just read that he loved us first so we're responding to god's love and in the response to god's love let it engulf you and let it engulf you so much that now extends not just to god that because you prefer god you will prefer man and when i say you will prefer man it means that you will act in a way to bring man onto the best standard of himself just like god did so you'll be that self-sacrificial, sorry. You'll be that sacrificial enough to want to and better the people that are around you. And you know, that is what is crazy. If you understand and even are so confident in your love or in the love God has for you, 
that is when when you read verses like this from Romans chapter 8 you would know it would shake you it says 8 verse 35 it says who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written for thy sake we are killed all day long we are counted as sheep for the slaughter nay in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us for i am persuaded neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor heights nor depth nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in christ jesus our lord what a verse it is the ultimate expression of what is love that god preferred us so much that you come and you know paul is writing from a place of the realization of the preference that god had for him and for all of man he said what shall separate us nothing there's nothing that we can literally do to cause man or to cause god sorry to not prefer us why because that is his stance that is his stature that is his state he's in the state of loving man and so let's not put or reconcile what we think is love to what god's love is and how we walk and so when a christian says i love you to somebody or i power you or i pay you it is different from when another person does it because we are saying it with the understanding of okay even if you're on a lower level i want to do everything possible to make you come back onto that high level and it will not become a i'm trying to love i'm trying hard to love no love flows and that's why love doesn't matter that's how come you can love your enemies right because you realize that if god preferred you and could go the extra mile for you how can you not go the extra mile for the people that are around you now this has been a very very long episode and there's so much more that i want to say but i'm going to end it here because we've never done 30 minutes <laughs> but god bless you all so much for listening to today's episode remember this if there's nothing that has stuck with you throughout this episode the love is god's preference or agape let me be specific is god's preference his divine preference that is being enacted and expressed towards us and so if we know of this preference that god has for us may we learn to prefer the fellow men around us that they may come onto the very standard and the example of the love of god and last thing nothing will separate you from the love of god towards you shalom everybody and i pray that you have a great weekend if you have any questions about this episode about any of the resources used once again for most of this episode i was using bible hub very very good place you should go and check it out and if there are any other questions about the resources or questions about this episode please do not hesitate to reach out to me my social media platforms instagram tiff.zoe um, one e double y and 
just reach out let's have a conversation or you can even be interactive with me on the platform with the polls and what's not so god bless you all for listening once again this is your host tiffany zoe and have an amazing weekend cheers guys <laughs>